Welcome to the second Up and to the Right episode for March 2016. It's time to move up and to the right. This is the project-based small business podcast from Beyond 50%. Each month, we'll provide a two-part series that complements the monthly project found on beyond50percent.com. These projects are focused on action that you can take to fix a problem or make a manageable change that will nudge your business, you guessed it, up and to the right. We aren't talking about radical changes or major projects here, just bite-sized business enhancements that we will walk through together from start to finish on your schedule. If you're new to the podcast, please visit our website at beyond50percent.com and find out how you can get access to tools and resources, including supplemental documents, a private Facebook group, our B50P online community, and more. It will make this up and to the right podcast more valuable to you and your business. Thanks again for listening. Now let's roll up our sleeves and get to work. In this week's episode, we're going to have our main topic, which is the status of the project so far, and a few suggested actions. So let's get right into it this week with the main topic. Recapping last week, we talked about increasing revenue, decreasing cost, saving time, and the grind. And you'll look, you'll find uh, a link to pictures of my personal notes on this month's topic in the show notes for this episode, as well as the post in the Up and to the Right project on the web. So let's talk about increasing value. One note, as I worked through this, uh, I decided to clarify something. Increasing, uh, increasing revenue is not exactly the best uh, word for the concept I'm trying to get across, because revenue is one piece of the business puzzle. Increasing the number of sales, increasing revenue, and increasing value are di- different things. And I've talked a little bit about this in the in the uh, online course, and I've talked about this a little bit last week, but I want to make it very clear that what we want to focus on is increasing value. And it's more important than the number of transactions or the amount of revenue. So I made a few clarifying notes about this on the website, as well as uh, in last week's podcast episode, but I just wanted to touch on it a little bit today as well. So my actions this week on revenue uh, were more a exercise of going over what my business plan is. And so our initial launch for paid services is planned for summer of 2016. So we're still about six months from the time that I expect to have a revenue producing product on the market. And so I defined that and I wanted to put that out there. Short-term affiliate links are in the blog posts or, or in the reading list, but they're not budgeted for revenue. That's, you know, it's a nice to have, but, but uh, they're not part of my overall revenue generation plan. By focusing on key values and providing quality products that are valuable to business owners, easy to implement, are designed to be maintainable for the long term, the goal of that bundle, if you will, is to get customers to come back and to tell their friends and their contacts and their colleagues, of course. So what does that drive? After the summer of 2016, when we've launched our next set of of products, it goes back to repeating revenue. Courses that can be sold uh, over and over again 
uh, versus one-on-one consulting work, work which is uh, a great thing, but can only be sold one time. So that kind of sum ups, sums up my actions in the, in the increasing value area. Um, and I only wanted to talk about them as kind of an example of, of some things to think about. When we talk about decreasing cost, uh, since uh, Beyond 50% is a web-based company, the cost structure is very low in comparison to other industries. So I did, however, look at uh, my scuba blog and cut some services that I was no longer using. Uh, I re- went from a, a paid MailChimp account to a, a free account, a paid Google Apps account, back to hosting my mail on my main host server instead of through Google Apps. And I did those because basically the the... Uh, scuba blog isn't generating any revenue and it was never intended to be a a high profit kind of activity. And since I'm putting uh, my time into beyond 50%, I wanted to make sure that uh, I had identified the things that cost money on the dive blog and, and eliminated those. Last week, if you remember, I shared a story where we had a problem at, at a company I was running and we got to the point where I, uh, stopped buying coffee as part of a cost-cutting effort. And I wanted to talk a little bit about things that make more sense than not buying coffee. Uh, Examples are adopting efficiency tools over hiring permanent staff, automated phone systems, which are very popular. And uh, I'll probably do a blog post about this because I think they are actually overused, but they do have a place and using specialized outsourcing for related tasks other than hiring. For example, IT services, part-time help for year-end inventory, or uh, other activities where there's a very finite period where you know you're going to need the help. Um, Rather than try to convince yourself that you're going to need that help forever, back up a little bit and say, okay, I need this help from November to January. And focus on that. If business is still very strong in January and you continue to need extra resources, that's great. You know, keep the people on, uh, bring in additional people, whatever makes sense for your particular situation. But don't uh, go over the top hiring people uh, on a permanent basis that you end up probably having to let go later in the year if things change. When it came to time savings, for this month on Beyond 50%, I spent some time creating a template for this podcast so that I don't have to do it over and over and over again, which provides me a skeleton for the outline. So I know exactly what's going to be in each episode. I just need to go in and say, okay, this month we're going to talk about this in this podcast and we're going to talk about it in this order and and uh, I have to include this other content and then I'm ready to go and record. So I have the expected planned content material and all I have to do is is fill in the outline and begin my work. The other thing I did this month was I went through and I did a complete editorial calendar for 2016 so that all of the up and to the right episodes, which is each month for the rest of the calendar year, uh, I have topics set up so I know exactly what I need to be researching for the next few months. And, And that keeps me from having to come up with that Oh, it's it's April. I have to think about what we're going to do. It's it's May. I have to think what we're going to do. It's that's all set already. All I have to do is start researching for the year. I also spent some time thinking about the the things that distract me while I'm working. 
and tried to focus by eliminating those things when I had activities that required a dedicated focused time. And those are uh, Skype, email, and music with lyrics. I made sure that none of those things were running when I'm doing a focused activity. For example, right now, my email's off, my Skype is off for two reasons. One, I don't want them to make noise while I'm recording. And two, I don't want them distracting me while I'm trying to make a recording for the podcast. Last but not least, I did use uh, about an hour at Starbucks putting my notes together. So uh, last week when or last podcast, when I talked about time saving, I said sometimes you need to isolate yourself. And I did exactly that. I took some time and I said, okay, I've got to put notes together for this uh, next episode of Up and to the Right. So I'm going to go somewhere where, yes, it's not necessarily very quiet, but nobody's going to talk to me specifically while I'm trying to work. And so you can tune out the noise around you and and focus on your task. The grind was kind of fun for me this week. I looked at, um, uh, as, I dis- as I discussed in the last podcast episode, I looked at accounting and I also looked at social media. And what I discovered was, honestly, I think if I... if uh, you listen to the first episode, and if you're binge listening, you probably just listened to it. If you, it, what I said was that I had I had gotten an Instagram and a Pinterest accounts, and I had no idea what I was going to do with them. And I still can't tell you what I'm going to do in terms of you know that that's going to be a revenue generating activity or a a customer discovery tool. But what I did do is I said, what can I do with in, in the specifically, I was talking about Instagram or looking at Instagram. I looked at what other people had done and I said, what can I do that would be at least interesting to me, interesting enough so that I would engage the social media platform? And I thought about, okay, I'm going to create uh, interesting uh, photographs with um, some text on them, memes about uh, where I find my coffee cup. And that may seem a little bit trite. And the intent is not to provide a deep understanding of Instagram or the use for customer generation at this point, but for me to get used to the tool. And I thought, what better way than to share part of my personality with the audience, which is that I love coffee and also uh, do something fun with it. And so I'm, I started uh, Instagramming a few days ago, and I put out different uh, memes every day. Uh, I may not get one out today, but it's Sunday, so I'm going to give myself a break for that one. If I don't, that's okay. And so, what the point here is that I spent some time thinking about social media and and discovering a way that worked for me to engage it, versus trying to force a solution. Say, okay, I'm going to uh, do uh, some kind of customer generating thing immediately today on Instagram. I said, no, let's get used to Instagram and then maybe do something fun with it that might that might be interesting to some customers or some other small business owners that might say, yeah, I can relate to that. I, I relate to liking coffee and, and also relate to not knowing necessarily where my coffee cup is at any given time. The real takeaway here, though, is that by spending just a tiny bit of time looking at a specific social media outlet, I discovered a way that I can use it that relates, even if tangentially, to my business. And it's fun enough that 
I expect I'll be able to continue to do that. And um, it takes just a few minutes to do the post, so it's not a big deal. And I copy everything to Pinterest. So there's a little bit of crossover there, and we'll see how that goes. I also explored Buffer and Hootsuite, uh, which are two programs that people use to manage their social media profiles, if you will. So you can go on to either one of them and look at your Google Plus and your Twitter and your Facebook and your and your LinkedIn and uh, maybe post to each of them or schedule posts or uh, just see what's going on in each of those various social media platforms. Uh, I haven't signed up for either one yet. I'm still going to look at that and see which one makes the most sense. You almost have to have something to consolidate social media unless you really have time to go into each platform individually and uh, and engage it. And maybe there are a lot of people who believe that's the best way to do it. And I'm not going to make an argument that it's not. But this comes down to if I'm not going to do it at all, it's better to do it through one of these consolidators rather than do nothing. Because the odds of me going through Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Pinterest, uh, Flickr, Instagram, uh, and Google+, whatever, every single day or even every other day um, is not very likely. But if I can set something up in one of these managers where I can say, okay, I'm going to schedule some posts throughout the week and I'm going to uh, take a couple of minutes every day just to see what's going on in social media, that I can do. So I'm looking into those, and I'll keep you guys posted on what I finally decide. There's a few differences between the two programs, uh, and I'll, I'll uh, let you guys know. So accounting is a little bit different. I did look at accounting. That's my other grind that I, I shared with you guys in the last podcast episode. And I uh, tried Zero for a while. That's X-E-R-O. And it's very cost-effective, and they seem to have a fairly good uh, system in place uh, it is tied in with Google Apps, so you can open it directly from your Google account. Um, but I, I just couldn't get excited about the interface. And um, I, I should reiterate that that's a personal preference thing, and it says nothing about the product itself in terms of usability, and someone else might just love the interface. But I've been using uh, QuickBooks in one form or another for many years now. And so when I look at that, uh, it's it's much easier for me to uh, get into QuickBooks and understand the layout and understand uh, the way it works, the way it operates. So I ended up signing up for QuickBooks Online to run my accounting stuff. And the nice thing about it for me is it's a very familiar interface. I'm very happy with that. It also has uh, applications for phone tablet and computer. So you can go to uh, any one of your devices and enter an expense or maybe send an invoice to a customer or uh, something like that. So, or maybe even take a payment for a customer. I did sign up for the online payment thing and we'll, uh, we'll, I'll let you guys know how that works as soon as I, as soon as I put it in place. But the other thing is I, I did get into it and I've, I'm nearly caught up on all my accounting and it didn't take very long. So that was that was something that I felt pretty good about. So that sums up my my grind for last week. And I was pretty happy with the results. And uh, I think the 
the thing for for listeners is that if you take time and look at the things that you really don't enjoy, you can find ways to do them that maybe you still don't love, but maybe you can do them faster. Maybe you can find ways to engage them in in uh, in a, a manner that is kind of fun for you, like I've chosen to do with Instagram. Again, that may not result in any new customers, but it gets me familiar with the product. And if I keep it up long enough, then I become the guy who does the coffee memes. And that's something that starts to uh, give customers something to latch onto. So uh, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the the idea of getting through uh, the grindy things in, in, in my business. And I hope that you're getting the same thing, that you're saying, okay, I don't like this part of my business, but I'm going to spend a little bit of time trying to figure out a way to, to deal with it in a way that's more exciting, more fun for me. Uh, one other thing I wanted to talk about on social media is I did come across a link. Uh, I get a social media writer's block. I don't really know what I want to put in social media, what's important to customers. And it's important to me that it isn't completely useless or wasteful, wasteful of people's time. So while the Instagram project is kind of fun, as a rule, what I want in my social media content is for it to be relevant and helpful. And uh, I did come across a Forbes article that came out in June of 2014 that I will post the link to on the, in the show notes, but it's a 100 killer ideas for your social media content. And it just has a bunch of ideas of what you can put as uh, social media uh, ideas. And I just wanted to throw that out there. If you didn't listen to this in the first half of 2016, please dig into the forums anyway and leave comments or questions. The forums are continuously live for new B50P members. And so I encourage you to get in there and participate. Uh, you might find uh, old posts that are helpful, but you might also start a new thought process in any given topic. And uh, all of us can continuously learn and continuously improve. And I look forward to seeing uh, what everybody comes up with over time. Closing up the March 2016 up and to the right, we're going to look at a summary video coming up in the next week or so. And then finally, uh, April 2016's Up and to the Right project will be getting stuff done. So get ready to work on focus tips to get some of your time back. Thank you for listening today. Your questions, comments, or suggestions are welcome at q.a at b50p.com, in the B50P community, or on our private Facebook group. Up and to the Right is a Beyond 50% production. <laughs> <laughs>